0: Joseph here. In this episode of Soul Science, we're going to bridge the gap between the Eastern yoga traditions and the Western traditions of ceremonial magic. I'm going to show you how you can consolidate these seemingly opposing philosophies and how you can apply this synergy to empower you on your own personal journey of ascent. Come with me. The Kabbalion is one hermetic text that you could look at and read for yourself in order to get a more thorough and comprehensive idea of that ideology and what it represents. However, what's important to understand is that most Western schools of thought, when it comes to ceremonial magic is highly influenced by hermetic principles. It's a common thread throughout all of it. And we have to go here. We have to have this discussion because the primary principle of hermeticism deals with that which is above being like that which is below and that which is within being akin to that which is without, right? I mean, this is a fundamental truth that exists within reality. We can look at the Fibonacci sequence and how that is a specific mathematical formula that almost acts as a foundation of three-dimensional reality in some ways, right? We can look at a picture of our universe, and a picture of our brain's neural network and they're going to be they're going to be like almost exactly the same we're looking at the macrocosm versus the microcosm and how these are not necessarily different states of being but these are Mutually dependent aspects of a fractal reality. Mutually dependent, just like within the previous episode, we spoke of the fact that whenever a light is shined, a shadow is cast. It's very important that we connect these dots so that you can start to create a synergy within your own thought process. But I digress. Ceremonial magic has been called the yoga of the West. I take that very seriously, if I were to be honest. And because of that, I honestly see much of what has been considered to be reconstructionist traditions of magic, right? Teaching these... Colors correspondences that honestly do not fit with the Vedic idea of the chakras. The energy centers, the various layers of human consciousness. And those aspects of our life in which they correspond to. Why is it different? Is it different? Let me give you an idea. Let me break this down for you. For those of you that may not be aware, within Western magic, elemental correspondences are called upon in a balanced way when casting a circle. Specific colors represent those elemental energies. Why is this so? Well... It could be said that the density of the color, the vibrational frequency of the color aligns well with the element in question. For instance, green aligning with earth, red aligning with fire, yellow aligning with air, and blue aligning with the emotions or water, right? Air deals within the intellect, earth deals with the body, and fire deals with the individual spirit, that individual passion to thrive. These are parts of self. Again, we're talking about a hermetic principle, as within, so without. If these elemental forces exist outside of us, they also exist Through us. They express themselves through us because all things are connected. Okay, this is fundamental Hermetic understanding. We can take those basic color correspondences. Let's say we're studying for a test as a college student we might employ the color yellow by wearing it creating a glyph or a sigillic representation of our goal to do well within a test with a specific color right we may burn a specific candle with our objective carved into it there's many different ways we can employ color we'll go into more of these methods as we progress and move forward with this podcast. But what I want you to see here is that this color yellow deals with the intellect, the element of air. We could employ that in our magic. However, the color yellow, according to the Vedic system, deals with, The energy center found at the solar plexus. It is our solar force. It represents our will, our ability to shine in this world. It deals with the amount of influence that we attain in this world. So, fundamentally, here we already see a contradiction in magical thought regarding hermetic principles and the fact that ceremonial magic is called the yoga of the West. When we see these energy centers on a chart, you guys could all Google these. If if you haven't seen it before, you can Google the chakra system. And get a breakdown of the chakras, the colors, which can differ depending on the tradition slightly. Usually it's the crown chakra that differs and the agna chakra. Some say the agna chakra is purple. Some say it is indigo. Some say the crown is purple or the crown is white. It just depends on the tradition. Regardless, you can find the colors that correspond to these various energy centers that align to various aspects of your human life experience. Those are the colors that I teach my students to use. There's a reason for this. With Within the work that I've scribed in the past, this would be it would fall under the category of this phenomenon I've coined, vibrational contagion. Within traditional witchcraft circles, one might use the color green to deal with money and financial stability, right? But according to the energy centers, it would be the color red, our root chakra that vibrates according to the desire and need of financial security and stability in your life experience. This is one example of how my work in regard to the magic of candles Is employed. If love is something that I am looking to manifest, I would not use the color red or pink. I would use the color which corresponds with the heart center in the human body. According to hermetic logic, it is almost as if these things differ intentionally. And this is why I'm bringing it up. Because I'm telling you, if you learn to use these colors and areas of layers of consciousness, aspects of your life within and reflect them without, through the frequencies and colors that you expose yourself to, you're going to start seeing very potent results. You're not learning this anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen, I promise. Love. The color green deals with the heart center. That place where you can remain centered in self without being self-centered. If Traditionally, you wanted to do a spell dealing with intellect or communication. As I previously stated, yellow is often used. But communication deals with the throat. The energy center of the throat is blue. Intellect deals with the third eye, the agna chakra. And so using that color when dealing with matters of intelligence, intellect, is definitely not unwise. So understanding these fundamental facts. Well, these fundamental... uh, What is the word I am looking for? Well... It contradicts itself. This information needs to be reconciled. We need to reconcile the fact that, okay, these magical systems have been called the yoga of the West, yet the principles directly oppose each other. And if Western Hermetics states, as within, so without, as above, so below. We can obviously reconcile these two opposing traditions through logically connecting the dots and saying, huh, this is simple. If we want to change our external reality, We use the color which aligns with the vibrational frequency of that area of my human life experience, my human consciousness, which corresponds to this specific area of my life. The reconciliation is almost organic and natural. Why? I am the one Bringing this forward is honestly beyond me. I do know that if I were to be honest, it does not feed my ego in any way, shape, or form. To be the one to teach this sort of thing is an honor, it is a privilege, it is humbling. And I am grateful to be in the place to give this to you. Now, in context to this podcast, I cannot go too far in depth regarding candle magic, for instance. Just know this. You do not have to rely on gods outside of your religion. You do not have to rely on angels. You do not have to rely on demons. In fact, you are relying on something that is scriptural. You are relying on the understanding that you are aware that God, divinity, whatever you want to call it, is never even an arm's length away. You are relying on natural, universal principles that help to contribute to the weaving and solidifying of the very fabric of this three-dimensional reality. And this process is highly linked to your highest self. This sort of information is going to get your conscious mind caught up to that part of you. At any rate, we're going to go through a hypothetical means through which you can use a simple colored candle to start manifesting what you desire. Let us say you are looking to communicate with someone from your past, a childhood friend that you have lost touch with. For some reason, you just have this desire to talk to them again. So communication is the theme here. We understand that communication symbolically, of course, deals with the throat. That specific energy center is the color blue. You could take a blue candle and inscribe your desire To speak with this person in present tense. It's very important. Light the candle. Focus on your breathing. I think box breathing is good. Four-second inhalation. Hold the breath for two seconds. Four-second exhalation. Hold the breath for two seconds. And continue until your body starts to feel less than and your mind begins to reach a state of trance. and Then simply gaze at the flame and envision yourself talking to this individual. Then put yourself into the vision and experience it. Continue that process. Do it for 24 minutes. Put it out. And do it for 24 minutes a day until contact with the individual is established. It's not difficult. You don't have to call upon Odin. You don't need Mephistopheles. You don't need the Archangel Gabriel. All you need to do is understand that you, as a cell of the body of the divine, (laughs) are a co-creator. And this, ladies and gentlemen, even if you are of Christian faith, is not unbiblical. Christ himself said that the miracles we were to perform were greater than his. How come when Jesus does this stuff, he's working miracles. But when we do what he says and follow in his footsteps, we're called heretics, witches, and devil worshipers. This is something to ponder. And I think the pondering of these differences between these various ways of thought is definitely the beginning beginning of unity by starting to offer this information to mankind as a whole it's going to get us into a position where we can all start talking we can all start understanding each other a little better but most importantly through the process we all walk away better more knowledgeable than we were before this is truly What, quote, magic, unquote, is all about. We've covered this in the last episode. What is magic? It's you. How powerful you are largely depends on how much harmony you can create within the life experience. That's where the rubber meets the road. But that simple method, when applied conceptually to any goal you may have, will work for you. If you need to research this more, simply Google the chakra system, and you will find the various colors and what area of your life experience those colors rule over. You can apply it. Take some practice, but when applied and practiced, you will see results. As always... If this has been helpful to you, please subscribe to the podcast, share it. The more people we can reach, the greater change we can create in the world. I appreciate your support. Until next time, Curtis Joseph, signing out.